Welcome to the Channel Mum You Are Not Alone Mum's Mental Health Podcast Series. I'm Emma McKenney and I'm the Channel Mum Psychologist in Residence. This special series of podcasts are here to accompany the Mum's Mental Health video course on channelmum.com. Hello, I'm Siobhan, Siobhan Freegard. I'm the founder of Channel Mum. Before that, I was the founder of a website called Netmums. And we're doing an awful lot of work at Channel Mum on the subject of maternal mental health, mum's mental health, anything from anxiety, depression, OCD, just generally coping, the emotional side of coping with life as a mum. Coping with life as a mum um, in all the physical aspects is, is hard enough, but the emotional side is, is something I'm going to touch on here today, um, something that's a matter that's very close to my heart. And I want to tell you a bit about why Channel Mum are tackling this subject. It's, it's something I have, I suppose, has become synonymous with my career. It's actually the reason why NetMum started in the first place. And it's the reason Channel Mum started. And I have been, I did a lot of work on the, the subject of um, maternal mental health. I did a lot of reaching out to mums and got an awful lot of support from mums during my time at NetMums. And then I grew up and my kids are older, they're teenagers. And I felt that perhaps I didn't have a place in the world of young mums anymore. Until I started speaking to, I suppose, what is the next generation of new mums. Not that I'm actually old enough to be your mother, so I don't mean generation in that respect. I mean old enough perhaps to be your big sister or your godmother or even your auntie. I probably am old enough to be some of your mother. I, I started talking to some of you, some of you younger mums, um, and I heard things that I didn't really expect to hear from your generation. Things that I'd heard from my generation when I was a new mum. Things like a lot of I'm fine when I could see in your eyes that you really weren't fine. I also heard mum saying when I delved beneath the surface a little bit, I heard a lot of mum saying how they really felt. And when I said to them, would they perhaps come forward and speak to somebody about that, whether it be another mum, their parents, their husband or even the GP, they looked horrified. And the reaction I heard from a number of them was, God, no, if anybody knew what I was thinking, they'd take my baby away. And that was something I'd heard before. And it was something I had actually thought myself when I suffered from postnatal depression, when I had my first child, something that was so much to be ashamed of, the fact that you weren't actually coping fine, you weren't coping perfectly, you weren't coping brilliantly as a mother, the fact that you had these thoughts in your mind, these unasked for thoughts that came into your head. And I looked at these mums and I just thought, this is just so awful that you're sitting there feeling those feelings and you have nobody to talk to. That's when I decided that actually there was a place in the world for Channel Mum and that we needed to start rebuilding the whole support network for mums in this country for you. So if you're feeling in any way today overwhelmed by motherhood, that you're not coping being a mum, perhaps you feel you're not a good enough mum, perhaps you're having uh, thoughts that feel irrational to you. Uh, there's a, a whole myriad of symptoms that you perhaps might think is something that you need to hide from the world, but which actually, as I talk now, you'll realise are so common. I'm not going to say normal because it's not normal, because it is part of something that is tipping towards perhaps an illness, perhaps some sort of mental health issue, but not a scary one, not where somebody's going to take your baby away, not where you're going to be locked up in an institution, but one where there is actually a number of fixes and cures and help and support for this. It's there, but it's quite scary coming forward. And, and I want to tell you a bit about my story in the hopes that that will encourage you to come forward and get help for your problem. 
Let me tell you a little bit today about my story and why I'm involved in mum's mental health. You may see Channel Mum a lot in the press. You may see us on YouTube, on social media. You'll see our videos. And a lot of it isn't about how we're feeling or how we're coping emotionally. But underneath, deep in our heart, that's really the reason that we're here. Um, We're here to be the new modern village, I suppose, for mums, a place where you will never feel that you're on your own. And that's kind of where my story starts, because when it happened to me, I really was on my own. And I am not the sort of person who's ever used to being lonely. I'd never been lonely in my life before. I'm Irish. I talk a lot. I'm friendly and outgoing and I like a party. And I had a big career and my life was pretty damn perfect when I was in my late 20s. I was happily married. I had a great job. I had loads of friends. My life revolved around pubs and clubs. Uh, work hard, play hard. I'm sure loads of you recognise this from the you you were before you became a mum. And I decided to put the cherry on top of my cake and have a baby. And instead of being the cherry on top of the cake, in fact, the whole cake collapsed. <laughs> and um, and that's where I suppose the real story of my life begins, because I think it's not really until something in life hits you that you really dig inside yourself to find out the person that you really are. So my experience of how I felt after my first child has definitely um, shaped and changed the person that I am. So I had a a, a much wanted pregnancy and I had a textbook pregnancy, textbook birth, textbook child, and I was great at breastfeeding, which is which is the only thing I was actually good at when it turned out when once I got that baby home from hospital, I was emotionally completely and utterly overwhelmed by this tiny little bundle in my arms. I kept a lid on it and from the outside you would have thought I was doing fine. I kept the house clean, I kept the baby clean. But I was inside, I was falling apart. I had this voice going on inside my head, which was, oh my God, I can't cope, I can't cope, I can't cope. And that voice was just talking to me 24 hours a day. And eventually I didn't exactly collapse. I expected to at any minute. I expected, I really literally expected the men in the white coats to turn up in the door and take me off and say, you're not fit for this. But I didn't. I had a a minor collapse on my mum's shoulder and she said, let's take you to the doctor. And the doctor said, yeah, this is very common. You've got what's called postnatal depression. And I said, what is it? And he said, it's very common in mums after birth. Here's some pills. And I think you'll probably find that after a couple of weeks, you'll start to feel better. I said, but I'm not depressed. Um, I'm, I love my life. I'm happy with my life. I have a great husband. I have a beautiful baby. I've got, I'm going back to a job that I love. And he said, well, it's called postnatal depression. Here's some pills. So I went home and thought, OK, well, I'll just take these pills and I'll be better. And I took the pills and I wasn't better. In fact, I got worse. Probably the apex of my experience was when I hadn't slept for three nights in a row. And I suddenly had this moment where I, <laughs> looking back, it just, I didn't, I didn't think it was crazy. I thought it was, it was normal. And I suddenly had this realisation that I didn't need to sleep anymore. I'd actually got to the point where I'd overcome the need to sleep. And I would sleep if I wanted to sleep, but I didn't have to. Imagine what I was going to accomplish. Imagine the things I'd be able to do now that I'd actually reached the almost superhuman power of never needing to sleep. I didn't actually ever have a collapse as such. Um, I almost wished I would because then an adult, a grown-up, would take over and sort things. But instead, the baby still needed feeding and I still had to get up in the morning and my husband had to go to work. And I sort of limped along for a long time. But I was also used to the fact that 
problems had solutions. I'd had a big career and when there was a problem, there was always a solution. You just had to be strong and you had to be brave and you had to seek out a solution. If one didn't work, you find another. So I set out to find the solution to this problem because the pills hadn't worked. Um, So I stopped taking them. And I went to, I think I started with a hypnotist. Then I went to a Chinese herbalist. I did acupuncture. I went to a spiritual healer um, that I found somewhere online, somebody's house somewhere. I took various rescue remedies and anything that the chemist recommended. Basically tried everything that might have helped and many things that would never have helped, but at least it was hope. And I sort of limped along. And eventually somebody said to me that I really need to speak to somebody. I really needed to see a counsellor. And I ended up doing counselling and I ended up doing it for quite a long time. I would say almost a year. And I don't say that in a way as to not give you hope, because actually I felt better from the very moment I walked in, the very moment I sat down and just let go. And of course, I cried a lot. In fact, I think the first three sessions, I didn't do anything except cry because it was such a relief to actually accept and to hand over and to say, yeah, I I can't cope and I'm not going to fix this by myself. And I'm sorry not to be able to give you hope that there is a magic solution and a magic bullet. But the big, most important thing was actually coming forward, getting that help, talking to somebody, letting them listen to me. Just just the listening was so important. And we never discovered that there was a particular reason for why this happened to me. I think there is still no actual scientific basis for whether it is Yes, there is a chemical imbalance in your brain, but does a chemical imbalance come from um, the emotion and the exhaustion and the, the, the feelings that you're feeling? Or does the chemical reaction come first and cause those emotions? Still, the experts, the jury is out on that one. So you may never find out why you're feeling like you're feeling. Maybe why isn't so important. Maybe for some of you, there is a why. Maybe there's something in your past that having a baby has brought to the fore, brought to the surface. And maybe like me, there was just nothing specific. It was just a number of things that came together and caused this this explosion in my life. Slowly, I got better as in I had more good days than I had bad days. My counsellor made me keep a diary. Very, very simple. It was like a two line a day. And I had to say how I felt out of 10 that day. And I'd have a day which was a six and I might have a seven. I might have a few fives. I'd have a couple of eights and sevens and eights and sevens, eights and nines. And then I'd have a two and I would absolutely panic. I would totally catastrophize the situation. Oh, my God, it's all back. Um, I'm never going to get better. I'm back to stage one. And my counsellor would say, well, have a look back at your diary. And there in my own handwriting, the day before, the week before, the month before was all these six, sevens, eights and nines. And I had to believe that I'd had all those good days because it was written in my own handwriting. And that, that kind of really helped me to get through those occasional bad days. And the bad days lessened and the bad days eventually don't exist any longer. And I couldn't say to you how long or when I got better, but I got better and I got fully better. I got 100% better and I think I'm more than better. I am now a much more empathetic person. I'm going to admit this. I might have said to somebody who had said they weren't coping or I might not have said it. I might have thought it. Oh, for God's sake, you know, man up, just get on with it. It's only a baby. (laughs) It's only a baby. Those of us who haven't had babies, it's only a baby. But this, you know, this, this experience really did teach me that empathy. Having said, and, and I am 
a better person because of it. And I started Net Mums because of it. And I started Channel Mum because of it. And I'd like to think that me and my team that I built around me helped an awful lot of women over the years. And that wouldn't have happened without that experience of postnatal depression, as they called it then. Just not feeling okay, I think, is good enough. Even though all of wonderful things have come out of that experience, if you ask me, would I go through it again in order to get to here? I honestly don't think I'd be brave enough to go through it. It was without doubt, the hardest thing I've ever been through in my life. I wasn't even considered bad enough to be admitted to hospital. So I was relatively, you know, I never lost control. So I wasn't even a very bad case of postnatal depression. And I found it that hard. So any of you who are anywhere on the line of of not feeling fine, it's really okay to feel completely overwhelmed by it. When I was quite well, thought to myself, would I rather not feel like this and lose the use of my body, be paralysed or... Which one would I choose? And I can remember consciously and rationally believing I would rather be physically paralysed and have my mind back as it was, be in control of my own mind. And I've never admitted that because I thought that would be exceedingly patronising or hurtful to anybody who had any physical disabilities. But I read recently that Norman Tebbett's wife, Lady Tebbett, who was in the Brighton bombings many years ago, the IRA bombed a hotel in Brighton. Um, She was in the hotel and she was actually paralysed from the experience. And I heard her saying on Desert Island Discs that she found the experience of postnatal depression harder to deal with than the injuries she sustained from that bombing. And so I guess I feel like I've got permission to say that to you, that that's actually how I felt. So you can't see this illness, but you can certainly feel it. So please don't underestimate it. Don't underestimate its importance or its pain and come forward. There are so many of us, people that you would never believe from looking at them. If you saw me back then walking down the street with my buggy and my my fancy company car that I still had and my expensive clothes, you would never have believed I was suffering from postnatal depression. And it actually took the one of the iconic moments in my life, actually, was when I was at a coffee morning sometime after I was getting help. And I heard another mum across the room who I'd never met before say to another group of mums that she was talking to, um, no, I'm not working at the moment because I'm suffering with postnatal depression. And I remember the room kind of stopped and, and the world just stopped for a moment because this woman had said this out loud, this mum with a young child had said this out loud to a group of other mothers that she didn't know. It was just such a juxtaposition for me that she would admit this. It turned out this lady's name was Sally. She was a scientist and for her it was a very simple matter of a chemical imbalance in her brain. She didn't feel the need to be ashamed of it. And we got talking and Sally actually became one of the three founding partners of NetMums. So it really was postnatal depression that created the website NetMums and it was that experience of then listening to you and your stories that has created Channel Mum. So we are committed to building as much support into Channel Mum as we possibly can for you, for any mum out there who is feeling any way. It doesn't have to be um, as bad as I've made it sound. It could be simply that you have bad days, simply that sometimes you just feel that you're not good enough or that you're not coping. It could be that you're having really serious issues, anything on the line of the spectrum that I need someone to talk to. Our message is you are not alone. There are so many of us and we want to help. Please come forward. Please come and talk to us. You don't have to talk. You can just come and and listen. You can come and watch. You can come and read. 
There will be a whole series of videos produced by uh, the most wonderful psychologist, Emma Kenny, who you've probably seen on the telly. And she's created a, a video course for us, which will have lots of tips, lots of things to help you. A little bit like the diary I told you about, but many more of those tips to just get you through the bad days. Because there's the big issues. There's also getting through the day. It's getting through the day. The baby wakes up at five or six in the morning. You've got to get through till eight or nine at night. Sometimes just getting through the day is the hardest thing. And that's where we hope to boost you up with a whole arsenal of weapons, bag full of tips and tricks to help you get through those bad days. So we're here and we're waiting for you and we want to help. So if you've listened to this, if you've got to the end of my long rambling story, just remember you're not alone. I want you to now come forward, come over, come to Channel Mum, uh, that you'll find us on all of the social platforms or you'll find us on channelmum.com. There's a support group there which is staffed by experts, mum helpers who've been trained to help, other mums themselves. Come forward, do the video course, find some of the tips and tricks post if you're having a bad day, maybe post to help somebody else if you're having a good day and you can see somebody else having a bad day and I will see you there. I hope that podcast was helpful to you. It's one in a series of podcasts that accompany our You Are Not Alone Mum's Mental Health video course that can be found on channelmum.com. Remember, you are not alone. However you are feeling, come on over to our website. The Village is here for you. Our support group is a safe place to ask questions and get answers from trained parent helpers, plus mums who've been there too. You are not alone. We are here to help you every step of the way.